everybody. Welcome to the podcast. We're called the movie reference. Margarita says it in Spanish, but I don't know how to say it. So welcome to the movie reference. Today we have me. We have my brother Margandani. Yeah, and yeah. My fiance. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, I got it, I got it. Oh this is so embarrassing. I got it, I got it. Hold on. You sure? <laughs> Louder. Nailed it. Nailed it. Can't even hear it. There you oh, go. There go. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Wow, welcome to the club. Yeah, engagement party, party of four. Uh, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, hey. so that's what happened this weekend. We, well, we'll talk about things that happened this week. We watched uh, Dune. <clears throat> and then on the weekend, we got, we got engaged. It was super <gasps> romantic. Ah, <laughs> that's so nice. Yeah. But if you want to know more, you have to ask, so. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. If you don't know. Dude, I am bad. No, I can't. <laughs> like, Nathan planned a whole trip for us a long time ago. And um, I, we almost, I almost forgot about it. I asked for the day off again. And then we had a weekend away and I thought it was just going to be a normal weekend away. I was like, oh, he's finally going to, he's like planning our dates. I don't have to come up with anything. I was like, it's super cute. He took me a nice picnic on Mount Bonnell on Friday. And then Saturday we went shopping and we had like a great day. <clears throat> and he took me to a winery. And then all of a sudden, got back to the hotel, was decorated. By whom? Mark Anthony and Lisette, they decorated the room super cute with roses and candelias, candles. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proposed to me. It was so sweet. We both cried. I can't believe it. I didn't think I'd be one of those people that cry, but I cried because it was just so romantic. Aww. It was super thoughtful. The whole weekend was thoughtful. And then Aww. he got me the ring that I wanted. <laughs> And he yeah. had an awesome a box. Yes, a cool box. And then we had a dinner afterwards with Marley Lizette. These fools showed up out of nowhere. We were supposed to be, the plan was to come after you guys sat or we were already sitting. But we, but the thing is the timing of it, we literally just said, oh, we're here for the, the win party. And then you guys came in. <laughs> so oh, yeah yeah so we didn't get to like play it up or anything like that but you know we were so happy when we saw your face and you know like we said we we had no doubts that was going to be yes so we we went in full positivity congratulations you didn't even get to say we're engaged we're just like congratulations oh. <laughs> so. whenever we were talking about the hotel guy i think he, you had him was he um yeah he, he asked so how did it go <laughs> oh yeah he was like or did he say congratulations for us no like, he said how did it go oh yeah because I, I didn't want to assume and then i was like no i said yes <laughs> oh that's awesome he was a cool dude i'm yeah, glad he let us cool. in and then um and then we to solidify our friendships uh -oh. together, we got matching tattoos. Yeah, we did, buddy. Yeah. That was so, the most painful experience of my life. I've <laughs> been planning for these tattoos since September, and I bought inkbox tattoos for all of us so we could see it because it's like fake, semi-permanent. I was like, this would be really cute. And do I regret? <laughs> that was so painful. I love this tattoo though. It's so cute, but that shit hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I was it, handed death. Come, babe. 
It wasn't that bad. Oh, I was squeezing oh. that hard. Man, it was one of those days where just like instant you, regret. <laughs> you came up with the idea and it was like, oh yeah, that's such a cute idea, whatever. And like we didn't really know what we were gonna get. We just like we found these cute dinosaur tattoos that didn't really have meaning just yet. But little did we know that after two months or so, it started building meaning behind it. Like it was like, oh, this is to solidify how we feel about one another and the fact that you guys got engaged and and we actually got engaged the same weekend a year before, which is crazy. Which wasn't planned either. Huh, no, that's correct. Yes, it was. It was all an accident, <laughs> or I, I don't know if "accident" is the right word, but yeah, coincidence. There we go. And so it was like, oh, we have to. And as soon as the tattoo artist says, "Okay, who's first? She is. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> we go first. <laughs> Abuse. <laughs> so I was so it. terrified because I'm not good with like anticipating pain, yeah. but luckily I knew not to move. Yeah, that's that's a, I was really scared of like I was scared of like jerking because yeah. I told you guys when I got my belly button piercing because I was anticipating the needle because he's like squeezing on my belly button. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, stop laughing. Like I laughed because I was anticipating the pain. Oh. Yeah. And so I had to stop, but I couldn't. I feel it. So I was like wondering what was going to happen if I had the tattoo. But uh, it happened. It was faster than I thought. And it was more painful than I thought. And uh, I'm happy with it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it definitely hurt. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of pictures of me with uh, my... You have like a whole perfect slideshow of happiness to pain. Yeah. <laughs> Excitement, pain, excitement, pain. <laughs> like, um, and it was weird because it was just like one of those feelings, like, like we said, it literally felt like a mechanical pencil being dug into your skin. Yeah. And, but once it was over, I was like, cool. But I also felt like I couldn't use my hand anymore, so. Yeah, my arm was, like, singing. <laughs> it only lasted, like, five minutes. Nathan. He's over here. He had the biggest bandage than all of us. It was the better bandage. Yeah, he didn't have to tear it off. Like, he didn't have the surgical tape. Oh, see, yeah, that, that tape, that, when you put it on, I was like, whoa, we're, we're, we're that serious? <laughs> And then taking it off, I, I am not kidding. I made a noise. I went <laughs> to taking it off because it was ripping, ripping my hairs off my my, my arm. Uh, but no regrets. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> I feel like we're like the Power Rangers now. <gasps> Ooh. Who was the Triceratops? Was that the Black Ranger or the Blue Ranger? Oh man. Mm. The pterodactyl was the pink ranger. So good on you. <laughs> rangers dinosaurs? Yeah, they had dinosaurs, no? You know what? I think you're right. We I know the Tyrannosaurus Rex was the Red Ranger. Is this like a different like series of power rangers like they had a bunch of different power rangers series no they morphed babe. the mighty morphin power rangers the, that's the one that Brittany and i grew up on what dinosaurs are the power rangers the they had the tyrannosaurus the pterodactyl triceratops and saber tooth tiger oh we should have got a saber tooth <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool somebody's gotta change <laughs> 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 I'm not going through that again. <laughs> Another one. She can be the saber tooth. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, she's the she's the T Rex already. So yeah, yeah. Mark Anthony or me have to do it because we have the pterodactyl. <laughs> I'm a triceratops. So oh, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Not good. Sucks to suck. No, thank you. That is, <laughs> that is a cool, cool look. 
I do, but I, it, it also, it just means, it means the world to me. And uh, I'm glad I, I got to do it with you guys. And I'm glad we got to celebrate. It was such a, a fun, tiring weekend at the same time. Cause you know, we also got, I also got to catch up with the cousins. That was nice. Uh, you know, met up with Alex, who's our biggest fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, Does he actually he, listen to us? I have no idea, to be honest with you. Oh my God, so he's got like a joke? He hinted at like, you know, he works out at the gym and hates music. And and I go, what do you listen to? Podcast. But he wasn't very specific if it was us. Mm. Mm. I also told him to come on the show one day, you know. Wasn't he already on the show? Yeah, I mean, he did the, the Who and What movie podcast. We did the Man of Steel classic episode that was a good one i like that one um yeah so uh, uh anything else you want to share before we get into what we're going to get into here no that was pretty much it well awesome um and then i want to bring something up real quick i want to i want to get your take on it okay i was i got a little passionate today uh-oh I got infuriated and now I'm calm. So it probably won't come out as, uh, as angry as I felt. Oh, I'm not going to name, I'm not going to name the actor and I'm not going to name specifics. Well, this sounds juicy. Well, it it just irks me when actors complain about roles that they're known for. Oh, like they don't appreciate the role they're given. Especially when they're famous off of that role. Wait, who are we talking about? <laughs> this isn't Britney's TMZ report. This is Mark Anthony's passionate speech report. It sounds like a TMZ report. Was it, it direct pretty... post, Mark Anthony? I will say this. I'm going to see if you can find it, and I will, I will confirm at the end if you get it right. It's somebody that's in a recent movie that we're actually going to talk about today. Let's see if you can find out who it is. Dune? Yeah. We, that's the movie yes okay so is it timothy chalamet <laughs> no is it oscar isaac hold on hold on rules 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 you get you get five guests so that's two so no wait i only know like two of the actors it can't be zendaya i'm gonna go with the momoa no He's too cool. Two more guesses. Josh Brolin? No, not Brolin. One more guess. Oh my God. This is so embarrassing. I, I hope you don't get it right. You're not up with your TMZ, babe. What's going on? Let me Google it. <laughs> Can I continue? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So it's just like, it's, just, it's, it's not a big thing. I get it. You know, like in regular life, we have jobs that we don't really like and we, you know, we move on and stuff like that. But like, when Batista? you're known. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Listen, all due respect to the dude. He's super muscular and all that stuff. And I forget where I read it. It was, I, I think I saw it on Instagram and I think it's actually from like ABC news or something like that. And, but it's like, I get it. You can be happy for other roles, but like, why do you have to talk mess about something that you're, you're known for? Wrestling? I get it. it huh? Wrestling? No. Well, yeah, he's known for wrestling, but he became an actor and he got really successful when he played Drax right from Guardians of the Galaxy that's what he's known for he regrets that he's not that he regrets it his comment was like I can do more than be shirtless kind of thing and say stupid stuff right and I was like well you you know you're the you're kind of like the comedic bits and at the same time I could see how it could be frustrating you know because Guardians volume two they really leaned to into his comedy and because they were saving Thanos, his storyline kind of, you know, had nowhere to really go or grow at that time. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the revenge of his his loved ones that died. But it's like, 
you you had fun doing it right and it gave you opportunities to do more things mm-hmm. so why are you going to talk about about it and and i get it if it's a paycheck and and all that stuff and and you if you're not satisfied we'll be like terrence howard and leave like and i, I don't want to be mean i'm not trying to be mean. i'm trying to be respectful i feel you it's just, one of, it's just one of those things that you know, aside from people like me, these average Joes, but there's actually thousands of actors out there that would be dying to play that role that you got to play. Big time. I'd be down. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, like I said, I don't, I, it just gives me a bad taste in my mouth and it happens with actors over periods of time and they end up talking some mess about a role. And he was talking about how he's happy to be in Dune and, and how it's like, a, it's, a he gets to play a deep, deep character. Homeboy, what, he was I, in it, what, three, he was in like three scenes, right? Four scenes. Yeah, maybe? he barely even talked in it. He had one like real speaking part where he's yelling at, uh, what's his name, Skarsgård, the mm-hmm. warden or whatever his name is. We don't know anything about the character. We know more about Drax than we know about whoever he's playing in the Dune movie. Maybe it's in part two. Maybe I. It's, that's what I'm saying. Is like, and he did a great job, I think, in Army of the Dead. But it's just like, listen, man, Drax is your starting point. I get it if you don't like it. Uh, I understand. I respect you. Don't hurt me, but don't talk mess about it. Yeah. You know. It's it's what made you, man. So, anyways, well, bottom line is, be humble. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I you honestly, guys, I'm sweating because I'm like, I hope I didn't say it like mean. Like, <laughs> I know like, you guys you, told you didn't, me. You didn't roast him enough. Exactly. You guys tell me all the time you need to be meaner, and I'm like, I'm sweating just from saying that. Like, <laughs> mean. That's step one. Step one. You gotta get angry. Angry. You gotta but get yeah. mean. Man, I was so passionate though. Oh. The, today when I read it, I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you know, our cousin Alex, this dude went full-blown training mode and all this stuff, did all the classes. I bet he would love to play Drax and probably would never complain about it. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, I digress. I digress. It's just it's happened more than once, and it's just like, come on, guys. You could be happy about other roles. I get it, and and you might be getting better and better as an actor, and maybe you want more from fulfilling stuff. But it's like you know, either leave the role or accept it, and maybe talk mess about it behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't need to hear about it. We don't hear your bullshit exactly exactly oh my god i'm shaking like i feel like dave batista is gonna come after me <laughs> Why? Um, like i don't know <laughs> at least he's seeing his name out there like you can't complain about something that's like it uh, wasn't me it was all my sister she told me to, to you say see? <laughs> like how, whatever you saw matthew mcconaughey he like um What's the word called? He embraces his role from um hangover. No. No, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, dazed and confused. Like he yeah. he lives that down. Yeah, I agree. All right, all right. So he puts in every speech. He knows that made him what he is. Gave him yeah. his stepping stone. He appreciated the stepping stone. Even yeah. if that was not great that's exactly what you should do yeah that's all i'm trying to say that's all i'm trying to say we just appreciate good things bro you know oh my gosh well let's rip this movie a new one (laughs) we're gonna get into our dune review um forewarning i don't know what Brittany is gonna spoil so spoiler warning off the top just in case let me just tell the audience one thing nothing to spoil Cause nothing happened. <laughs> oh my gosh! I want you to go first. Go ahead. You want me to go first? I want you to go first. And on a good. Wait, 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 Nathan. I want Nathan to tell us his review oh, first. There you go. 
of Dune. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was like a two and a half hour movie, right? Yep. Yep. There was just like an hour. It was really slow overall. And there was like an hour before anything interesting happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like, all right, it's getting exciting. And then it slowed down again. And then it was just really slow. And that says a lot that he remembers that. Yeah. Halfway <laughs> through, he goes, You like this movie? <laughs> and I was like, Are we just going to leave it on? <laughs> <laughs> and then our friend Jesse wanted to watch it with us, and he passed out. He was like, We had to watch it. My coworkers, my friends, dude, this is so good. He's knocked out the whole movie. <sighs> Tiny dancer. So Nathan gave it, what did you give the rating? You want to give the rating and then I'll give my uh, review? Three out of 10. Let me get started now. Hold on. (laughs) Nathan said three out of 10, guys. You know he's known known for four out of five. Yeah. This got a three out of 10. Drastic change. Okay, Brittany, we're ready for you. So I know this guy directed Blade Runner. Yeah. Right. Sicario. The and uh, I knew that this movie was gonna be slow, and I saw the trailer. I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure part two is in this trailer somehow to make it look more interesting or something. And everyone's like, let's watch. I was like, this shit's going to be slow. I already know. Mm-hmm. The movie comes on. I'm like, they got all these good actors. Timothy Chalamet, Josh Brolin, Momoa. I don't know. I've never seen them like act, act, but he's probably a good actor. And then <laughs> I, just, I just roast people all day. Um, and then they got that chick from uh, Reminiscent. Was that movie watch with Hugh Jackman? Yeah. That was uh, a red Rebecca flag right there. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> what was she? Reminiscent, the girl that no. kept running away. Which she was one? mom. She was she the was mom. mom. Hmm. The witch lady. Yeah. I don't understand what the hell was going on there. And then, anyway, the, uh, uh, what do I say about this movie? The, and it has good reviews, was, and the movie to make doesn't—it doesn't make any sense. There's so many good actors, so many good things. What's the I think, I think it—it's not that it didn't make sense. It just was so hard to stay engaged. Ah, yes, it's very hard to stay engaged. And I try to stay off my phone. Um, and I know people are like, if you love the original or the books, I didn't read the books. Mm-hmm. I saw parts of the original, and it was really weird. So I had low expectations for this movie, but even with my low expectations, I was. I was bored and but the the soundtrack was pretty dope the music was the only thing that kept me like engaged mm-hmm. mm. oh Javier Bardem yeah he was like the only good part of the movie I feel like um only good part. Okay. I, how do I how do I say this the movie I wish they just cut out the hour of the movie and put part two in there. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been, maybe I would have liked it. I don't know. But my rating would be as follows. Four (laughs) four out of 10. Four out of 10. I regret. If you don't have to watch this movie, don't watch it. I think I would have rather slept. Yeah, I would have rather got my sleep than wasted. But I didn't walk out on it. So you didn't walk out. See, Nathan, though, if somebody else is there and they want to do something, we never leave. So Jesse wanted to watch it, but Jesse slept and we didn't leave. <laughs> so that's the only reason we stayed there because I know Nathan, you wanted to leave. You wanted and to turn it off. You watched it at your house, right? 
Yeah, we have the surround sound blasting. That was the only redeeming quality. Yeah. The sound. Yeah. The sound. That was the only good part in the movie. And the graphics, I guess. That's any movie now. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's the end of our show, the movie reference. <laughs> At least I gave a real review. That was actually pretty legit. I mean, it's, it's legitimate critiques. You you said what you were uh, upset with with the movie. You guys we didn't, didn't get anything away. You guys didn't rip it apart like I thought you were going to do. I thought we did. This is very controversial because that movie has a lot of Good ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, we we really only had two critiques. It was super long and not engaging. Super long, super slow, not engaging. They're all that's all the same critique, really. Gotcha. And I, was I, I lost. Can I be honest? I was kind of lost. I haven't I haven't shared how I felt about the movie. I already kind of knew you guys didn't like it because you guys kind of texted me and let me know in advance because we were supposed to watch it together. I don't remember what happened. I, oh, we went to get Grimaldi's instead. High five to that. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> so uh, I got some stuff that I want to say about the movie. Okay, before I reveal anything. <laughs> I'm so worried, my dad. Nathan's giving me side eye. It's hilarious. Okay. So, first off the bat, Brittany, you are correct. This movie has an extraordinary cast. It is stacked. And I think for myself, that was the engaging part was the cast. Okay. Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Javier, Josh Brolin. This thing is like, Stack to the max. Yes. A star, what's the word called? Uh, Star power. Yes, star power. A lot of star power. Yes. And the the thing that I loved the most in this movie, I love this, was the relationship between Pa and Duncan and Pa and his dad. Pa is Timothy Chalamet. I know. Okay. I love their relationship with Duncan. It was like a brother, you know, ah, Duncan, you know, it was really like, oh, that's so, I thought that was, I don't know, cute. And it was really cool. And then his dad, Oscar Isaac, like when he tells him that, you know, you don't have to do this, you know, if you, if your answer is no, you'll be the only thing I ever need you to be. Yeah. My son. I knew he was going to say that, right, babe? When we were watching the movie, yeah. I was like, I, I guess the line. It was in the trailer. <laughs> oh, it's in the trailer? Yeah, it's in the trailer. Oh, damn. I thought it was just well, too damn good. But that's what I loved about it was that it wasn't about his father forcing his son to get into power. I love that. It was a nice change of a pace to just let him be his son and figure out his own way. Hmm. So they, they obviously spoiler they stripped that from this movie and so it's like there's nothing like that's going to be available in part two that that they they took that away from uh from paul you know obviously because he has to step up and be a leader um but i i don't even know like uh okay this is a massive theatrical experience type of movie. This is a like Christopher Nolan-esque type thing where if you saw it in theaters, you'd probably really be engrossed because it's going to be touching the ceiling to the ground. And, and I get it. I saw it from home myself and like my sister, I'm not a book reader. <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry. I'm not, I've never read the book before. I've never seen the previous movie or movies. I guess there's a couple of them. Um, but the thing that hurts this movie is besides the fact that like you guys said it's slow it's slow for a reason it's it's because it's trying it's trying to get you hooked and trying to trying to get you to be like oh you're in a new place and all that stuff and trying to set up the foundation hold on i no, see you I getting mad say, I, I didn't i guess i didn't pay attention to the trailer when it said did it say part one though it doesn't tell you until the beginning of this movie. Exactly. 
So it was like a surprise. Um, that's a terrible surprise. That's a terrible surprise. That's so like, they're set, hold on. Okay, go, go, go. They're setting up the world and that's the thing. They're trying to make it, they're basically setting up a three-act structure, but extending it, like expanding it so you can feel like what it feels like to be a part of the House of Atreides, to feel the betrayal that happens and to feel where it does it. That's what the intention is, Brit. <laughs> so, but the problem is without, without part two being available and without a little more hints of the future, because yes, Paul has that dream of that battle, but it's not enough to be like, it, 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 you leave unsatisfied. Oh, you leave, the ending was terrible. Yeah. No, because the ending, the thing that makes the ending, I guess, terrible in your eyes, um, <laughs> is, <laughs> is is that it's like the middle of the story. Exactly. That's Not the thing. Me. That's that's what's hurting it is that you're leaving in the in, middle of the story. You don't know what's going on, you, or at least you don't have anything like really hooked on to be like, oh, I can't wait to see part two, unless you know what's happening in the books, right? Because like you look at like Harry Potter, Harry Potter had six movies or six books or whatever before Deathly Hallows Part One, right? So you already were like invested fully into that franchise before you got to Part Two. So it made sense to slow it down a little bit. This one, you're going straight into this book, diving right in, learning about all this information. They're trying to make it entertaining and it kind of suffers a little bit, especially when it comes to the satisfaction part of the very end right so wow the movie is not for everyone in a general sense and probably i even wrote on here it could be labeled boring or pointless because we're general audience members it's like okay i went through two and a half hours to get to what yes Mm -hmm. there's certain things that happen you know you got the betrayal that happened and then he finds the Furman. And he has to like fight his way into the clan. It to me, it, I guess it depends on what generation you are. <laughs> Cause this is gonna make me sound like I'm like super young and I'm not. But the movie that I thought of was Avatar. Like this is like an extended version of the first part of Avatar of, <laughs> of Sully entering the tribe essentially. Hmm. And now part two, it seems like it's gonna be all fighting back. That's, what I'm, that's the only thing I could think of for part two is that they're going to be fighting back. They have a common enemy. And of course, Paul has to get revenge for, for his dad. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe if the dreams went a little bit more beyond what we got, we got a picture of the battle and we got a picture of Paul falling in love with Zendaya. But it's like, it's, I don't, if I, because we don't know what's going to happen because we don't read the books or we've never seen the other movies. It does. I understand. It was like a long pointless just to get to the middle of the movie kind of thing. So I get it. I get why you guys didn't like it. (laughs) I watched this movie twice for you guys. So I could give an honest review. Okay. You still there? I don't want to hear it now. <laughs> I said I don't uh, want to hear it now. Why? Why? Oh, do you remember? Do you remember my uh, description of uh, what was it Equilibrium Ex Aquanum ex- Exacerbation? What was that song? Movie Equilibrium. Equilibrium. When I said, you know, it has a plot, it has a beginning, the plot thickens, there's a climax, yep. there's a resolution, and then there's an ending. Yeah. Well, this movie has no ending. roasted (laughs) yes it doesn't have an ending but it's part one it's so unsatisfying that's a surprise i didn't want that's like telling someone oh the way is 40 minutes oh (laughs) just kidding it's gonna be three hours oh we can get it i I get it oh yeah (laughs) they bought they botched it they totally botched it. If if they had said something like this, part two is coming out later this year. 
well, it's already the end of the year, but maybe by the summer. But they announced that part two, they're not going to even start filming. It's not coming out until 2023 or something like that. So that's a long wait with a movie that doesn't feel satisfying, right? Yeah, so, it's nothing. Exactly. If they had part two already in production right now and had it ready for summer release of 2022, it might be more, at least a more intriguing, like, oh, okay, part two is not too far away, at yeah, least. I, I was saying if they released both parts at the same time i could just watch it even yeah. even as a five-hour movie it would probably be okay yeah i so i get it i get it i i am on <laughs> did you like well first off did you like what i said did you do you agree with everything i said what you said is okay it was blasphemy i hated everything you said i don't know what to tell you Marianne. You're different. I watched it twice for you. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, also, did, did do any of you know what happened to Brolin's character, or did I miss that? Who's I don't that? think anything happened to him. He Who's just that? did he blow up? Brolin, the one that was sword fighting uh Paul at one scene. Which one? He Paul? has the goatee. Timothy Chalamet. Which one's Timothy Chalamet? The main actor. The kid. Yeah, he puts the shield on and then Josh Brolin's like... Oh, the, the trainer. Yeah, the trainer. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. It, it, but yeah, I totally agree with as far as like uh, what you guys said. Um, I probably liked it a lot more than you guys did. Um. <laughs> Just say what you gotta say, bro. I, I Out of 10, though... None of our audience is gonna trust you if you give this review. No, but here's the thing: and I, they get so upset. Well, statistically, I, I, they will like it because that's what everyone has been saying. Oh, yeah, and I and I think they'll get more like. Uh, so I made the argument about Deathly Hollows Part One. That movie probably to the book readers is a lot more satisfying, but to myself, I remember leaving going, "Okay." But at least they had a like an objective in the next movie, right? They're gonna go after all the Hawkruxes. And I kind of felt the same way with Mocking J part one. When I left, I was like, okay. But part two was kind of like, so it's hard for me. Usually part one leaves me feeling like, oh, like I want, you know, I want, I want to know the ending. I want to know the climax, the resolution. And so we have to wait for a long time. So right now, my review is probably right around the six out of ten maybe 5.5 out of ten okay that's that's an f that's an f well he said an f first that's also it might be a six out of ten i'm i I think i'm leaning towards a six still enough nathan but the thing is too here's the thing if part two comes out, I'm going to ask you guys, if part two does come out, or it will come out, okay. and it actually, because I'm going to make you watch it, <laughs> but if there's a chance that that movie actually ends up being really awesome, do you think part one would be better? Yeah. You guys you guys froze. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nathan said by itself, no. And I still but think... Together, maybe. That's Probably. what I'm saying. I don't think yeah. we need both films. Wasting my time. <laughs> but but there okay, but I do argue there are some things I get it, like some of the things I get that were like, okay, this was just waste of time. You know, we could have had some more part two, but part two seems like it's gonna be kind of like this epic battle that's gonna go down. It's gonna have a lot of action. Paul's going to learn how to become a, some type of leader that he's supposed to become, right? The leader of House of Atreides. Uh, and so basically, you're saying part one is a necessary for background information. That's what I'm trying to say. I can see that. But of course, like we said, how are we supposed to know? Like, it's what, and, and this is a good thing as far as like us reviewing it, because we are new to this franchise. This isn't something... Yes, it's been done before, but this isn't like an established franchise, like a like say a Star Wars or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know what I mean? 
So as far as us, you know, we were leaning more towards the negative analogy. side. Huh? I have another analogy for you. Go ahead, tell me. Imagine you go to Steak 48 and order a full meal and then you just get bread. Yeah. Good job, babe. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. But that actually kind of works because I enjoyed the bread. And then you have to wait five years. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to leave and then come back. I know. They they definitely botched the whole release, at least with like the move the Matrix movies, you know, Reloaded came out in like May and then Resolutions or Revolutions came out in November. You know. Yeah, like this part would have been fine if they came out with part two. No, because after part one. I, I don't think I'd be interested in watching part two, to be honest with you. And 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 I and that's where I was when I first watched it. Because on first watch, I was like, okay, it's beautiful. And I will say this. If they said, Mark, I want you to come and, and film a scene for this movie, I'd say yes. This is that type of movie that I would love to be in. Obviously, the ultimate goal is a Christopher Nolan movie, which will never happen. But, and this is coming from a guy who has no training, okay? So shout out to Alex, who has all the training in the world. Um, <laughs> but like, yo, like, this is the type of movie that I would love to be in. That'd be so sick. But I lost my train of thought. What were we saying? <laughs> yeah. Basically, I, I was talking about how I would not watch part two. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you basically think this movie has some good elements. Yes. And if you were asked shot. to be in this movie, you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, the movie yes. is beautifully shot. It looks awesome. It's cool that the mix of the real world and digital effects, uh, you know, it, but at the same time, I, I get it. You left kind of hollow. As much as they try to make you feel connected to the characters, I thought the, I know it's a book, but the worst choice was to keep the mom alive because I feel like there's no emotional connection between the mom and Paul. Yeah, they should have killed her off. It should have been the dad. Like, I feel like it's a dad story. Mm. You know what I mean? And, uh, but of course it's a book and that's probably what happens in the book. And from what I understand, the director is a huge fan of the book. So he's obviously like really trying to make it you know make it come to life yeah i can see that but i also haven't seen like lord of the rings and i think the lord of the rings apparently is sort of like this right it's set up where each movie kind of it leaves on a like a you know like an ending but it's not the ending yet because they still have to wait till the third movie you guys haven't seen lord of the rings i haven't either <laughs> i've seen it but it was a really long time ago i'm trying to think of another franchise that did something like this none ever. this is not a good idea yeah <laughs> <laughs> But I can see, you know, we always talk about The Dark Knight, but it is, at least with The Dark Knight, it's three satisfying movies. They all have a beginning, middle, and end. So that, you know, I get it. You can see why we're upset. Yeah, I can see why you're upset. I just liked it a, a little bit more. I, I also, at this point, am with mixed feelings because there's not a part two just yet. And we have to wait so long for it. And there's a good chance that they might cancel it. And that would suck, right? I feel like this movie um, has good uh, press, good credit. Like they have credits that really love this movie. And I don't think the layman's audience or like moviegoers actually like this movie. I think they have to be people that read the book, that liked the original film with um, freaking, is it Sting? with Sting in it. I think those are the only people that are going to like this movie. Otherwise, you have to be someone that really likes cin cinematography. And yeah. 
like all like those elements like you I, you have to be someone that really likes dune and sci-fi like that's the only thing i'm gonna say about it i get it yeah and and i and don't i can't help to see the similarities between this passion project and the last denis villeneuve one where he did blade runner 2049 you can yeah, feel that one was pretty slow but that one was yeah. i like that one like it uh, oh yeah after like the it did it was very slow in the beginning yeah. but yeah again it was the music that made it good and yeah. then i don't want to be a spoiler but the way gosling was on the stairs at the end yeah yeah that made it better i, I don't know yeah and you know i don't know it it, it didn't even move Villanov, I don't know how to say his last name. I I love the filmmaker. I think he does like a really epic job. He's in the vein of like Christopher Nolan. Like Sicario is it's a little burn. It's it's short. It's like two hours, but you can actually feel the length of that movie before you get to the ending because the ending is where it's at for that movie. Yeah, that movie is really good. So and then I, Prisoners, I remember just feeling very intense. I don't remember exactly. What what happened i just remember the feeling and and once they put snakes in it that's when i said i'm not watching this again no man. So, <laughs> i don't know any i that oh my gosh that took a lot out of me that was stressful i hope but it I, sounds I, good our truth was heard <laughs> i hope it sounds good to the audience it, it's gonna sound good we gave our honest opinion why would that yeah. not sound good no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I hope it sounds good, you know, and I I want to shout out to the audience, you know, speaking of being humble, you guys really, uh, really listened to me talk last, <laughs> thank you so much for indulging me in my uh, get to know me episode. Yeah, we got you, bro. <laughs> I'd rather watch um, <gasps> What? He said he'd rather watch Reminiscence again. Then listen to me. No, no then oh, watch oh, this dude. again. You timed that poorly, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I literally felt <laughs> like Indiana Jones. You just took my heart out of my chest. That was pretty messed up. He got you there, bro. No, I would never. No, I will not watch Reminiscence again. I would rather watch Dune a third time than watch Reminiscence again. There's an example of a movie I dislike. Whoa. Sorry, I said it. Well, at least he finally found something he didn't like. Yeah. I, I feel bad. <laughs> We're getting to the baby. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, come on, it's Hugh Jackman, man. I love that guy. Yeah, we all do. Oh my gosh. Okay, I got a couple things I want to end the show with here. We uh, did pretty good on time. Um, let's see here. Talk to me. <laughs> so at the end of the month, expect a an announcement. What's happening? The show, regarding the show. I talked to you about it, but don't say it out loud. I told you already. Text it to me, I forgot. Oh my god. It's like important for training to both of us. Anyways, at the end of the month, I'll, I'm going to make an announcement. Um, and then also next week, I've been planning this episode for months. Um, well, I guess the idea of it. <laughs> but um, is it going to be a very special episode next week? Um, I think that's all I'm going to tease. That's a good enough one, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's gonna be a special one next week, and then, um, man, then after that, uh, getting married, man. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm still debating on whether or not there's gonna be an episode that week. Um, I guess that's Thanksgiving week, so there probably will be the show must go on the show must go on but do we get holidays or what no never because we love what we do (laughs) 
but if we record in advance, it's technically not a holiday. I just want our audience to grow. They will. It's going to take its time, especially. Oh, excuse me. I feel like after I make my announcement on the 30th, it's going to be more of a concrete and consistent thing. Yeah, it it will start making the audience grow because it's going to be the same thing. Ooh, what a tease. (laughs) What a tease. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for coming, for doing this and giving your honest opinions about the movie Dune part one. Um, And also indulging me on my actor complaining critique. (laughs) We're with you, bro. We're full of criticism today. I know. Just to let the audience know, I started my first full-time job. And it's all right. Okay. I had a bad day. But I, I had I a record with my broski. But and I didn't force you. He didn't force me, but <laughs> I, I was, you know, Nathan cheered me up and then you FaceTime me, cheered me up. Of course. All oh, right, guys. Thank you so much. Follow, uh, whatever, follow Instagram, follow the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any type of podcast. Thank you, Anchor, for distributing it. This has been brought to you by Mom and Kate Pop. And brought by Homegirl Designs. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. And then if you need a, if you need a dental cleaning, you know where to go. And... I don't know if I'm allowed to bring up where I work. (laughs) Yeah. If you need to know about movies, you just, you know, where to follow us and we'll, we'll, we will watch it and talk about it and all that stuff. Um, So shout out to you guys. Congratulations again on your engagement. And I'm so happy. Tattoos. Adios.